Knock, knock. Who's there? It's John and Dave. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's John Answer and the Dave. door. Knock, knock. Who is there? It's John Why are they and ringing Dave the doorbell? We've John got a doorbell Dave. for a reason. <laughs> John, you have two choices. Okay. The first is you eat better every day, but it's really difficult. Go on. That's choice one. Two, the second is you eat better every day, but it's really easy. <laughs> Man, that's tough. This is already taking too long. That you is tough. Okay. Sorry. Well, okay. I, I, I prefer the second one where yep. you eat better every day yep. and it's yeah, really that's right. easy. That's the right answer. Uh, in fact, I'd like for it to take the form of delicious ready-to-eat meals. Can oh, I add that to the scenario? Mac, you are going to love Factor. Are you ready for factor. pre-prepared, yes. chef-crafted, yes. and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door? John, let's tell them quickly what's not going to happen. Where are they not delivering? They're not going to leave it on the corner. Nope. Nope. Unless you live right on the corner. Yeah, then they're going to live it. They're not going to find a street child. We have those everywhere in 12 South. And street just give child. it to the street child as they disappear into a back alley somewhere. No, it's not going to happen. And listen, yeah. you said dietitian approved. Yeah. Dave, you know this is about me. I only eat food that's, that's dietitian approved. That's why I said approved. it, John. Not only that, but you'll also have over 35 meals to choose from. You come to me and, and you say every week, Dave, I'll take 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. And it, it is 35, John, meals to choose from. And that's per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, yes. vegan, and yes. veggie, and what we call that the VNV, mm-hmm. and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options. Dave, the only question that I'm left with is what am I waiting mm. for? Okay, I'll answer my own question. Okay. Nothing. Whoa. Right? Okay. I'm Just ready for factors two-minute meals. They're not three minutes. You don't have time for that. Two minutes. So I can fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals, all delivered, again, Dave, straight to your door. Knock, knock, who's there? Factor has everything you need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices. Let me tell you what they're not going to do, John. Hot I'm going to be warm-pressed. Not even warm. Oh, no. There was a huge fat in the 70s. Didn't work. <laughs> Smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, <laughs> veggie sides, and more to eat. To eat, to keep you energized. Eat, and they're going to keep you energized, John. During <laughs> frantic times. I'm frantic right now because you're just so, so pumped frantic. up. I'm so pumped up. Dave, Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options. Ooh. You know I love upscale. upscale. You you're Uptown, upscale, girl. I was going to say. You're- yeah. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. Gracious. Right? I do 18 for sure. Yeah. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your delivery Anytime. Anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash dadville50 and use code dadville50 to get 50% off. No, that can't be right. No, it is. That's too good of a deal. Yeah. That's code dadville50 at factormeals.com slash dadville50 to get 50% off. That's half if my math is correct. <laughs> it is. Go get it, guys. Uh... Are you ready to rock, bro? <laughs> that was the greatest intro I've ever heard. Hey. <laughs> this is Matt Wirtz. I've I have I have I am a hijacking dadville Commandeer. today. Commandeer. And um I'm with Dave Barnes. Um and Dave we're talking about your new record. We are. Which we is are. so good. I hope man. we are. I'm not prepared for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> um and I, as I was listening to, um, so welcome everyone yeah, to, uh, welcome. to, to, uh, an abnormal dadville, mm. um, one abville still, Hey, as, as of 
the date of recording still soon to be dead. That's right. Yeah, but but it is you're, you're tightening the, the circle is tightening. You're like right on the outskirts of the city, Golly. like binoculars looking in. It's soon. I'm bracing for impact. <laughs> um. So, uh, but da- but Dave is still full on dad. Full on dad. Um, Fod. But dude, first of all, we have to talk about the title, and I and I know that um, I, I almost didn't ask you about the title, yeah. Feather Brain Wealth Motel, yeah, um, because I feel like it's one of those things that like I don't I I don't know that I want to know yeah. what it means, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, I don't yeah. know that you'll want people to know yeah. what it means, yeah, but um, but I just want to acknowledge that it's a cool title, yeah, it's so. Uh, whimsical and weird, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'm just <laughs> like, is there w's. anything that you would like to say about it? You know, th- that's really well. I'm, I'm. Just, thanks for wanting to talk about this. By the way, I was thrilled that you wanted to. Um, so one of the things that I thought a lot about with this album was I wanted to really do the whole thing, beginning to end. I wanted it to be thought about. I wanted to be so intentional from. The songs, the sounds, the players, the you know the um, song titles, the whatever, and I kind of realized as I was getting toward the end of the record, I was like, I don't know what we're gonna. I'm gonna call it yet. You know what I mean? I was like, it, and then I was like, okay, well, if I'm really being intentional, because there were titles in the lyrics, and you know how it is. Like you, you're kind of right. spelunking. Like, oh, that's kind of a cool little line. That yep. could be a cool album title. Yeah. But I was like, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not how I need to do this. And so I was like, I need something that is really jarring. That feels like appropriate to the album, appropriate to the way I approach writing the songs and making the record. I wanted to sort of bring the same kind of methodology to the album title. And so then it was just this weird thing of like, okay, how in the world am I going to find a title that feels appropriate to that? And so I'm not going to give that away. But I will say. Because that's maybe, you know, I'm trying to think of how I want to sort of reveal that if, it, if mm-hmm. I even do, because I, I love that it's just so weird. Yep. But it what there was so much intent behind, oh man, that feels so weird. It feels so like, because um, the thing is, I mean, you know this, Matt, it's like with your new record, like when you put out all the records that we have over all the time we have, the thing that I didn't want to do was put out a record that people felt like, yeah. Yeah, this is like I'm kind of used to these covers. I'm kind of used to the titles and how it looks, and you know, like yes. yeah, like the packaging, even just the packaging. Like yeah, this is like Dave's vibe. It's awesome, and right. and I know it. And and so then I'm gonna sit listening, sort of like in that posture. Like right. it's gonna be more Dave Barn songs that are probably good or whatever. Right. I wanted it to be like no, 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 like different new. Yeah. You see the Scene first change. interaction you have with this yep. is gonna be like what the heck is this? Yeah. And so then you're already like. I'm listening to it differently than I would have been, you know, something that I'm like a little more used to in the branding yeah. across all the records or whatever. Yeah. So the the all of the visuals have been amazing. I Matt mean, Lehman. Matt Lehman, uh Yeah, and and that was a thing. I'm like, when when the first single came out, Sunshine, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is awesome. Well, you, I mean, I, you taught me so much about that, honestly, because I feel like we met. As much as I loved music, I I had I didn't you know I hadn't given really thought to how things should look like yeah. from T-shirts to I remember even you were helped me get my eight by tens together. You designed my first T-shirts. Like I have a huge love and appreciation of it, but it's not that was not especially at that time any part of my 
thinking patterns. Yeah, sure. You know, it's like, yep. let's just get the music tight and yep. good, and then let's put it out. Yep. And I didn't want it to look bad, but, but you know, you really were such a seminal part of me going, oh, I should really – this is another part of making the record. It's, it's as important. I would maybe the most initially the most important thing because to me it's the first interaction you have with music and it sets up whether you know it or not I mean, even in listeners that are listening to this I wonder if you stop long enough to go like oh man I guess that's kind of true because like you think of any album you love I don't care what it is whatever it is something about when you saw that record told your brain oh this is they're sort of trying to tell me something about what I'm about to experience yeah. you know especially like when you know the like it's out like the image the album cover is mm-hmm. is doing is out there representing that's exactly you right. representing yeah. the, the music yeah um without any there's no there's no music associated yeah, with it. it's yeah. just it's just yep. the image yep. so like is the image compelling is it yeah. is it inviting exactly is right. it inviting people yeah. in mm-hmm. and um i think that it's very important and uh i think that like you just uh, Matt Lehman nailed uh, it. You made a right so choice in trusting him because I know that it's hard to, I know that it's hard to um, trust somebody else with yeah. you know because you did this record, you 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 wrote and produced this record all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, which did are there any co-writes on this record? No co-writes yeah, on this record. Yeah, yeah, no. And you produced it yourself. Um, the only thing that you didn't do, you didn't play all the instruments, right? And you didn't mix it, right? Um, and you didn't design, right? The album right, cover. right. Um, so yeah, it's so everything that you do invite someone into mm-hmm. is like it's hard to do. Yeah, and I mean, it, I trust Matt. I mean, Matt has designed so much stuff for both of us, but I think he has designed ninety percent of my albums. Um, a lot of my shirts back in the day. I mean, I trust him literally intrinsically. Yep. It's it's almost bad for me how much I just know he's amazing at what he does. He's always, and you know, whatever designs he always sends initially, it's usually one of those. Yep. Like it's rarely been, but it was fun. So it was fun hiring him because I sent him like, and you know, these days Pinterest is so helpful because you can really create such helpful mood boards. Oh yeah. Because he was kind of like, I think I'm in, because he was trying to figure out time and logistics, but he's like, it would be so helpful if you could sort of, because 60s design is wonderful and all over the place. So it was fun for me because I was like, I don't know what I mean, actually. Let me right. sort of try to figure that out. Right. And so um, he just, I mean, again, it's like, he sent the first designs over and I was like, it's one of these. Like, we need to tweak it, but it's absolutely one that's of these. That's so you know? great. And, and to your point, it, but that stuff always has mattered so much to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you were helpful in showing me how to do that better and how to think about it. And then from then, it was kind of like, oh yeah, this, I really want, it, it, there's nothing that grieves me more, I'm being somewhat facetious, when I hear like a really great record and then you see the album design and the packaging and it's just really bad. I know. Because it's like, you guys got so close and then just like tripped on the five. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I know. Like, and granted these days, I mean, you know, this is where I feel like a dinosaur, but you know, the, the album covers are now thumbnails, so it's not quite as important, but it still matters to me. I know. I can't shake it. I know. It matters to me too. Um, okay. So what, so the sixties design was kind of, I mean, we haven't said it yet, but you've said it on social media, but like this record was a, uh, your North star was the Beatles catalog. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it that 
drew you to them and also like why now yeah that's great questions um one annie gave me those books the um paul mccartney's i can't is it called a life and lyric or no that's a podcast um whatever that's called the, it's the yeah like double the, autobiography the lyrics, or, yeah, the lyrics yeah, that's the lyrics, it the lyrics yeah. um for christmas 2021 and um so of course, you know, the next few days after Christmas, I was just reading them all. And I realized one, I didn't know a lot of the songs. Uh-huh. So I was like, I think I know maybe this one. I don't, whatever. Um, and then I came back here in the studio to clean over the beginning of um, January 1st. I think I was just like, I'm just going to go, you know, got nothing to do where I was hanging around the house. I was like, I'm just going to get back and kind of get the studio cleaned up. And while I was doing that, I was like, I'm just going to play the Beatles stuff. Like, I'd love to know more of these songs, you know, just so when I'm reading the lyrics or the stories about them, I can have a little more reference point. So I started literally at the very first record and kind of as the day went on, I just kept playing them. I was like, let's just keep going. And then I would find myself going like, that is musically fascinating. Because there were songs that I thought I knew, but you know, I mean, like you and you've been doing, we do them for 20 plus years. You listen differently. You know what I mean? It's like from your 18, 19 15 year old self especially you know when you heard uh strawberry feels forever you're like yeah it's cool but now you know it's like when you've written as many songs we have you just listen different you're yep. like that's an interesting thing yeah why did they do that and yep. so i found myself I, would, I kept stopping cleaning and coming over and grabbing my guitar and trying to figure out what was going on and it was just like all of a sudden i was like oh boy okay. this is january 1 2022 2022 okay and so um ordered the chord book and, over, and that, of course, came in a couple of days later. And so all in that kind of first couple of weeks, I just found myself referencing all these things and just felt like I didn't know this about them. Yep. I mean, I think I knew it at a maybe an emotional level or just right. kind of like I just know when I hear, you know, good day, sunshine, I get happy. Yep. I didn't realize that some of why I get happy is because there's scene changes and key changes and they're manipulating my moods by what they're doing musically. Here's my question. Did did they know what they were doing musically or were they were they just free and they, and yeah. they were just free creatively and they, and they were just following like whatever felt good. You know, I, from from what I've read and listened to which man that whole so that whole year that's what I did. I just I only to finish that thought because this is a great question. I so that's what I did. I was like, I'm just going to take the whole year and just listen to the Beatles. Read, you know, tons of books. Without you didn't podcasts. write anything. You weren't writing no, I, anything. I started writing pretty quickly because I was like, okay. I want to. I could feel it. It was just like yep. gathering. You're inspired. Yeah, yeah. The yep. t- the tidal wave was just like <laughs> cresting, and I was like, I need to get this out. But what I found from because I was that was the first one of the first things I was curious about. I was like, oh, have I sort of slept on these guys and what they knew about what they were doing? It feels like to me from what I've gathered, it kind of feels like. Lennon probably knew the least of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know how much he cared about that stuff. And so I think a lot of his really is kind of just like, I mean, and you, you, you know what you're doing because you're doing it. But I mean, as far as like, do I know that this key should not go with this key or whatever? I don't know. I think Paul knew. I, I, I laugh. I think he knows more than he lets on sometimes. Okay. Because um, I think he he just loves being an artist and being creative. Uh-huh. Uh, but he definitely, I mean, he had taken piano lessons. Um, he actually went back. I I think I just heard an interview. He actually went back and took more after the Beatles were like popping off. Mm-hmm. So he had a he wanted to know if nothing else you know from that is that he had an interest in going. How can I get better at this and learn more? Right. So you know, I think there's a little cheekiness to him being like, I just create and I don't care because you know, and he can articulate that if you watch the 
Rick Rubin documentary with him. I mean, he he can tell you what's happening. I yeah, mean, he's not like. Now, do I think he's like a music theorist? No. Okay. So I do think the majority of what they're doing was, and lastly, that ten thousand hours they spent doing the when they were in Germany, right? You know, yep. before they really became the Beatles and Ringo joined, or I guess Ringo maybe joined that period, but you know, they're, they're playing hour four or five hour sets a night of cover songs. Yep. And so whether you know it or not, you're you're, you're playing hits every night right. and you're going, Oh man, Chuck Berry does this change that's really cool and now that's in your brain and under your fingers. Right. It's like so I do think that, you know, that's not talked about enough for them with them in my opinion, is how that just I mean anybody that does any of their craft, whatever your profession is, can you imagine having an incubator like that? Where you're doing something so much at that age, you know, because you're 18, 17, 18. You're just soaking it all. And you're just soaking it all. Yeah. So whether you know it or not, you're like, oh. You're going to school on, going like, to, yeah. on, on just like hit records. That's right. Um, this is the second time, at least that is obvious to me, that you, uh, in, in your catalog, that you have like taken on a... Temp, like a musical template yeah, that you yeah. were following. Yeah, yeah. The first one being Carry yeah. On Samson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now Featherbrain Wealth Motel. What is like emulating a style or um, or a band do for your creative process? Yeah, man. This is why I'm so, you're so good at this. Um, shout out to Curiosity. Um, Curiosity, I have it. Yeah. Um, I think. I think for me, like with the Eagles, th- well, let me say this first. I think like you, I think this is something we're both like. I am such a respecter of tr- the songwriting tradition. I know you're the same. Like we love those books. You know, yep. we could watch those movies and the books and all they've ever. I'm always, I will, I will always give flowers to those who I respect. Like yep. I'm not the guy that's like, I'm coming for your throne. Like right. you think you're good, watch this stuff. I, I'm not that guy. Right. I am much more like, I want to sit and just hear you talk about what you've done or yep. just tell you how great you are. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a big, like give respect where respect is due. And so I think some of it is just a love of what those people do and kind of going like, man, I'd love to figure out what they're doing. I also think I do that all the time anyway. I think we all kind of do, even if it's just a song at a time, yep. it may not be a record, but like if I hear a great John Mayer song, I'm like, Oh, I want to write a song like that. That's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Or I've never heard the progression like that or whatever. You know, and that could be a artist saying no, but it just pops up on Spotify, and I'm like, "Ooh, that vibe's cool." Yeah. So I think we're all kind of doing that on micro levels, totally, song to song. Yep. But you know, when you're doing it record to record, obviously, to your point, it's a very different thing. Um, I think for me, the Eagles thing was kind of like, I just haven't ever. To me, I think one of their superpowers is, and it's not all simple, but the simplicity of it. It's just guys strumming acoustic guitars and some of the stuff is wildly complicated, but for the most part, it's pretty straight ahead. You know, you think about take it easy. I mean, that's what kid in the seventies and eighties didn't grow up learning how to play acoustic to that song. Right. So, you know, it's very, it's very easy to onboard. Yeah. So for me, that record was kind of like, how can I just condense what I do into something that's very straight ahead? And I'm not overthinking as I write these, but, but there's a tableau I'm trying to kind of, follow of like maybe a little western vibes uh-huh. and the way it sounds and stuff um and then i think with this one obviously with the it was the beatles and what they're doing i think the reason that i like it is because i've got enough in me that's like i like having a i, I like know what i'm trying to do it yeah. just it helps me so much it, then, it it's a 
it's a uh, it's, it's putting some limitations. Yes. on. like because like there's a, there's a there's a million colors that you can paint with every day. At and any now moment. you're like, okay, yeah. I'm actually just gonna choose these colors. Yeah. And that's yeah. Okay, now I know what I'm. Which doing. is funny because because to some degree it was it was honestly opposite methodology. So the Eagles, it was con- it was bringing it in like. You know, like I, I like a lot of chords. I like all that stuff, and I was like, no, no, I, let, let's just three chords and let's end the song. Mm-hmm. So it was like, can I do that? What happens when I do that? And that's that's probably the answer to your question, honestly, Matt. Is like, what happens when my brain tries to do what they're doing? Yeah, like I'm just it's a test lab. So I think with the Eagles, that with the Beatles, it was the opposite. It was like, oh, you can. There's unlimited amount of colors. You can do whatever do you do whatever you want to do. Yep. And I had never written like that either. So yep. it was like. Well, what happens if I don't basically tell myself no? Right. And you just kind of follow your whims into oblivion. And so I think, you know, that's why there's those so fun. I think, too, you know, it's funny. I, I was, I had this thought this morning. I was listening to Prince, <laughs> Diamonds and Pearls. Shout out to Prince, uh, RIP. <laughs> but um, I was thinking if there's a live version that um, McKittrick sent me, and um, it is the craziest, it's the weirdest, it's amazing, but they're the weirdest chord changes and half half um step moves he does and it's just really fascinating it's mm. it's just it's like a five or six minute version of diamonds and pearls which i think is probably maybe my favorite print song that in the morning papers but um but i thought to myself i literally set it into my phone because I, like, I need to not forget this i was like prince was able to do all of the weird amazing stuff because he listened to things that opened his brain to those possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if all he did was listen to stuff that was natural to him or was um, down the middle, he never would do what he did in his career because right. it's got to be stretched and pulled. Yep. And, I, and so the revelation I had to myself was like, that I was trying to remember was, you know, that's why listening to stuff that's, way out there and not like, and it could be that I don't like the Beatles for me. It's, I mean, they're, they're out there, but they're not that, but for me, it was like so wide open because yep. it yep. was just such different methodology. Yep. And so I think that's the important, and that's why I love it as a practice is because you're just adding more th- options. You're adding yeah. more colors to your Crayola box. Yep. And, and it may not even like, I, I was thinking to myself, there's no way all the stuff that Prince loved was nearly as successful as he was. But it absolutely added to why he was successful. Say that again. Like all the stuff that he listened was not as successful. I guarantee if if you sat with Prince and he was still alive and he listed, and I'm sure somewhere he has, like here are all the bands I liked. There were no, there was no, no way they were successful, but they right. were absolutely a part of why he was successful. Yes, you know, and and more successful. And so I think that's why it's fun too. Is it's just fun chucking stuff in my brain that yep. suddenly goes like, oh, I never would have thought to do that. Yes, you know. Was there a song that you wrote that like that you when you set, when you sat down on this path to write this record that like um Oh wait, hold on a second. John, John, John. So sorry to interrupt. I want to talk to the Dadville fans real quick, okay? That's fine. Dave, I wasn't talking. Hey there, Dadville fans. Are you ready to turn your dad space into the ultimate dad haven? <laughs> Look no further than Home, home Threads. threads. Wait, John, I have to do this. I want to do the intro. Where style meets dad approved Prove comfort. comfort. So don't do that. Sorry, I'm just same page. It's okay. like we're, okay. okay. Listen, at HomeThreads.com, you can explore furniture designed for the modern dad. From recliners that embrace you like a bear hug. Please don't do that. To sturdy, kid-friendly tables for those epic dad projects. Dave, I'm 
telling you, whisper track. I'm just, I'm getting mad. We've got the pieces to make your dad plans a smashing success. That's right. Hey, John. Yeah. I love my new Sloan Alabaster table lamp. I just got from HomeThreads.com. It's designed to highlight the elegance and allure of art deco glamour. Adorned by brass gold details and topped with an off-white cotton chain. I know. I just, imagine, you know, how good it's going to look once you stop hugging it and actually or plug it in. Or once you stop trying to steal it. Okay. I'm just saying. I love it, too. Jeez. Okay, and it reminds me that when I think Art Deco, I, know. I think, think two words, Barnes. Dave yeah. Barnes. I know. Yeah, and maybe the, the Great Gatsby. Yeah, but, but mostly Dave, Dave Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, and John, my Art Deco table lamp is only the beginning. Okay. Home Threads has every piece of furniture you could possibly imagine. I just don't like that you're licking it. Well, it but you do you really good. And also, you're right, Dave. They have bedding, side tables, rugs, chairs, kitchen and dining, and so much more. It's it's really amazing. I know. And HomeThreads.com always has great deals with discounts on pricing and shipping. Dave, if I can interrupt you Look for a second, these, go to HomeThreads.com/slash/dadville. I'm doing this line today and get a code for fifteen percent off your order. order. Dave, this is my line. You got it, John. HomeThreads.com/slash/dadville to get a code, code. for fifteen percent off your order. Because being a dad, <laughs> it's an adventure. adventure. And your home should be the perfect, perfect base camp. camp. Home Threads. Love, Love where, where you live. live. Dave, Love I need it. to talk to you. Oh, that's a good question. I think you might have answered this, but did you set an intention to do this before you wrote a song? Or did you start writing a few songs and you're like, I'm going to do a whole dang record like this? I got to rem- I think it was that second. I think I was more like, Oh, I'm kind of having fun with this. And then I think the more that I spelunked that catalog, uh-huh. I was like, this is inexhaustible. Like, I could do five records and still go back to their catalog and find more songs that I'm like, that makes me want to write another song. You know? I, I have a question that I plan on asking later, but I think it works for really well now. What are you taking from this? Like, are, it, this process, yeah. That's as great. you go and you make the next, you write the next Dave Barnes record. Yeah. What it, what are the things that are like? Is there anything that's like in your in your quiver now or in your backpack that oh, you're dude. like, this is um and slash yeah. as you've been writing songs, co-writing for with other people, has anything that you have learned from studying the Beatles been? Have, do you apply it? Yeah. In like normal songwriting yeah that's a great question um i mean honestly it feels like a whole new quiver at the risk of sounding ridiculous it literally feels like my brain has been remapped Mm. creatively and and not in a way like i think anybody who's liked my music i don't mean to scare them and be like oh god what are we in for it's Mm -hmm. not that like I, i still love what i do naturally but i think it's just this feeling of it's probably a few things i would say one how do you say the most creative thing you can say in a very creative way while still making it soluble? People can still digest it. It's not so weird that everybody's kind of going, that's the superpower of the Beatles, is that you could write Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and have my seven-year-old sing in the car. Right. That's, and what is happening quarterly is really intense. Mm. He loves it. I love it. We're both singing it 40 years apart. Yep. Enjoying it just the same. Yep. That is a superpower. So yep. I think that was one is going, okay, don't be you can be weird for weird sake. You can do whatever you want. But if if one of the things that I feel like they helped me understand was like you can be really weird and cool and actually still super 
approachable. It yeah, doesn't have yeah. to just be living in its own little weird island over there. Like there's ways to pull this in yep. so that people still sing the chorus every time, yes. you know, and still be very musically adventurous. And I think that's one, I think too, they just do not take themselves seriously. I mean, they have moments of levity for sure, but globally something that I think people really sleep on with them is that they were having fun all, I mean, it got hard later, Sure. but if you look at what they're trying to accomplish, they're trying to have fun. They're trying to, be whimsical and weird and there's no record where they're not doing that none even let it be at the end where it was falling apart you hear them joking on the mic i mean you watch that special they're still goofing off like there's not really a point with them where they were ever like we are artists george or john man they're all just mutants no this is just rapid fire george or john ah shoot um (laughs) oh that's so cheap uh, uh, they both were geniuses in ways that I think they can never be replicated. I will say that. And I'll, uh, John, for what? I'd probably, yeah, I mean, I'd have okay. to go, John. John or Paul? <sighs> These are, this is mean. It's just a mean question. Um, it's going to get easier. Okay, good. Um, I think. Paul is easier and more soluble to me. Mm-hmm. John, I probably have a weird more respect for. Okay. Is that okay? So if I was going to carry on to the next. <laughs> uh, I mean, Paul, probably, if I'm going to have to. Okay. Paul or Wurtz? I mean, honestly, music that's meant more to me, it'd be you, oh, candidly. On, I mean, that's more of a soundtrack. That's amazing. That's a joke. I was like, <laughs> Like, there's no more left, man. Ringo didn't write any songs. Who's he going to say? 